Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mavi, I brought a uh, turkey sharp cheddar on rye this evening with horseradish mustard action I got going in here. But I wouldn't eat it in here, as you know. I only eat food in the kitchen and eating area here at the facility. You know, just in case the rats come out of the vents and everything and the cockroaches. I don't want them to get near my dinner. You know what I mean? Because I only see the rats and cockroaches when I go to the bathroom or when I'm in the studio. And there's plenty of rats that work here. Thank you. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans financed with the uh, home of their dreams plan. With their help, they can help you to Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free hotline, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance like Carver High did. He saved like 17%. He was very excited. Also, uh, my picks are just on fire. <clears throat> I mean, everybody knows in pro football, six of 13 weeks, over 70%. College football season up to 69% winners documented. Everybody knows what happens. I hit winners. NBA, college rack. Are you kidding me? No one can touch me. It's a daily occurrence. NHL, are you kidding me? Who hits more hockey games than us? Boxing, MMA. I mean, the MMA snags that Mafia hits are sickening. My boxing picks. I mean, when's the last time I lost a fight? Incredible price, even better results for RelOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. All right, so uh, I wanted to say uh, real quick, call the show, you fems. Jerry Jones, is this guy, honestly, how funny is this guy? He's like losing his mind. Right? Like, I've heard people say he needs to just, you know, stop already. Stop talking. You know, they need to put a muzzle on him. That's not going to happen either when you're worth that kind of money, right? He's the man. And he'll talk literally until they stick him in the ground. Right? Don't you you believe that? He's not going to stop talking to the media. Has he ever once failed to do a million interviews? The guy just loves to listen to himself talk, doesn't he? But he's really done it now. couple things. He said there is nothing in his mind that says the Cowboys can't win at all. (laughs) That's a good one. And then how about this one? He thinks Jason Garrett will be coaching the NFL next year somewhere. That is just an absolute indictment on you are fired. That guy is doomed. Nobody has the exclusive skills to get the job done so that collectively you uh, can win a Super Bowl. But there are qualified people. Jason Garrett is one of them. In my opinion, he'll be coaching in the NFL next year. And he wouldn't say he'll be coaching the Cowboys. Jason Garrett is a good coach. He's also one of the hardest working coaches. He knows this team better than anybody. I'm glad to have him. He is the guy for the job. Here's what I love about this. Then give him a contract. Well, here's what I love about this is that he he says that. And, you know, that could turn around to get him. Because let's just say. 
you know, I don't think this is happening. You don't think this is happening. That they run the let, table. Well, let, not even that. Let's say they win the division, which I still think that they that they can. And maybe they win a couple games. You never know. Um, somebody comes into their building, wild card weekend, they win. You know, and then you know what Garrett can do? Because he's a free agent. You know, he's, like you said, no contract after this year. Right. He remembers a comment like this or other things that have gone on. Suddenly Jerry wants to keep him. And if he really wanted to, he can go, ah, you know what? You said I was going to coach somewhere in the NFL. Ain't going to be here. And maybe he goes and gets a job somewhere else. So what if you – you know what, Jerry? If you feel that way, just fire him today. Let him go now. You're not going to have to pay him much. Season's almost over. But you can't do that because you're, you're still in the mix. I just think, like you say, I've said this to you a few times. You got to shut it down. Shut him down. Shut him down. Shut him down. But his let son... The, let the son do the talking. He talk. doesn't have the stones to shut up his let old man. Let the son do the talking. You think that old man takes heat from his son? Oh, no. No way. No way. That guy's controlling interest is so controlling, that kid will never have any say until his dad's dead. Right? I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Notice how much juice I have now that TR's gone. Did you see even, like, even uh, Mafia? How about the juice I had at, at uh, Pharrell's giving? I sat at the head of the table for the first time in 20 years. But took, let's, let's be I honest. I took over that position. Look at this team every week. How many other general managers, because that is what he is, right? He's the general manager of the team. How many other general managers are doing press conferences after every game out there in the hallway? None. None. None of them. Now, he, I get it. You're also the owner, so you could do whatever you want. But how about want. this guy saying that he thinks they can go to the hizzy? Well, you know what? He he's says, tripping. They could have a they could have the talent of a two and fourteen uh, team, and he'd say but that. But listen, so. but the Bills. That was all you need to know. The punch that they leveled on their jaw. It was worse than the Wilder punch to Ortiz's face that left him thinking he was in the Caribbean. I was there ringside with Mafia. You saw that guy. He was seeing things. A guy, he had no clue where he was. He snapped out of that, like, what, three, four minutes later, Mafia? He was standing up in the ring after the fight was over. He finally snapped out of it. He started punching the, the ring ropes because he realized he had lost. He didn't, know, he didn't even know he lost. He didn't even know he got knocked out. Right, it took him a while to get his bearings back, for sure. But do you feel that the Bills leveled the sucker punch on the Cowboys season? That was the end of the Cowboys, if you well, ask me. they had leveled it and opened the door wide open. And then Philadelphia kicked it back closed because they blew that game this weekend. I mean, if they had won and they tied it up, I think they had a clear path. Now they're still a game behind. I think it's still in the hands of the Cowboys. They have the toughest schedule. Obviously, you know, Philly is a much easier path. We went over it last night. But still, it's not that easy when you look at what they, how they played the last couple of games. So if they were tied, it would be great. But now Cowboys are still in control. So they're still – both of them are losers. The Cowboys have lost two in a row. The Eagles have lost three in a row. But you're telling me that the Eagles have – we went over this. The better – they have a they better have schedule. They have all division games left. I think and, it's Giants twice, Washington once, Cowboys once. And then yeah. what about what about the Cowboys? The Cowboys are obviously in Chicago on Thursday night coming right. up. Chicago, they have the Rams. Eagles and Redskins. Uh, they're, you know, I think they, they're playing the Rams in Dallas – that's a great game, but the Rams, Rams are going to need the game too. And, and Rams. <laughs> the Rams can beat the Cowboys, especially if they beat the Seahawks this Sunday night. Rams are really. But I got to I got to tell you, do, who's better? Do you think Prescott's better than Goff or yes, the other? Yes, Prescott's better. Than I think Goff, he's better. But, but this is, you know, there's a whole there's team other that, team, uh, whole team members that here. factor into it. 
do you think the Cowboys get it done Thursday night? I do. You think they win in Chicago? Yeah, I got a feeling that Dak's going to have a moment here on Thursday. Because he has to. They need it so bad. I don't think the Bears are that good. The Bears... But the Bears have around with the Lions on Thanksgiving. The Bears have a don't they have a, they have the same record as the same Cowboys? Record. Both six and six. But the Bears have no shot at anything. I don't say no, uh, not really. I mean, they're two games back of Minnesota. I mean, are they eliminated? No, they need to win all four of their games and get a lot of help. Yeah, they're finished. Like they, I just they, don't like the way they've looked, especially defensively, the last couple weeks. I just don't like it. There's no way they can catch, like, Minnesota. I mean, were you impressed with that defense last week when that, whatever his name was, played for the Lions? You know, in all reality, uh, think of this. In all reality, there's only two teams ahead of them, the Niners and the Vikings. That's it. But I will give you, they're two games ahead of the Bears, the Vikings. But they're 8-4. And, 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 the only... and the Rams, too, right? The Rams are ahead of them also. I think. Oh, you're right. 7-5. and five. I didn't see that. You're right. Never mind. Their, and season, they lost their the season's over. And they lost to the Rams, right? Yeah, their season's over. Never mind. So you're you're probably right. That Dallas should go in there and win that game. I don't think it'll be easy, but I think they're going to win the game. Jared in Ventura, Cali, you're on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, Pharrell? Hey, bro. I want to know what you think about the Buffalo and Ravens game and who you think is going to take Tampa Bay and uh, Indianapolis. Well, you know, we discussed this last night at great length off the air and on a little bit. And, and I got to tell you, uh, so off the air, we discussed the Bucks and, and Colts. And, you know, I think we surmised that the, the Bucks are playing better football right now, frankly. They've won a couple games in a row than the Colts, who are banged up and who are, it would appear to me, starting to lose air. Like, the balloon is losing air for sure. Like, they were in that game with the Titans one minute, four minutes later, they were getting blown out, right? So they just lost a wheel. Like, a wheel fell off the car like Mafia's car. So all I know is uh, I think the Bucks are playing better football, and they're playing at home. And I will not deny that uh, famous Jameis is always dangerous. To bet on him is a dangerous way to make a living because the day you bet on him, he'll throw three interceptions. Uh, when you bet against him, he'll burn you. And, you know, he's, he's just like the Jets. He's just like all bad teams that are hard to gauge and bet on. The Redskins, the Panthers, all these bad teams in the NFL. Arizona, Atlanta, you know, Detroit, the Giants, the Redskins, the Broncos, the Chargers. The Jags, to me, they're all very dangerous teams to bet on. You cannot trust any of those teams, so you run away from them. Don't bet on those teams. Don't bet on their games. Pick better games to bet on. If I were to have a gun to my head, I'd say the Bucks. And then as far as the uh, Bills, I think the Bills cover. I think the Bills will be in the game. And not only do I think that uh, they can cover, I think they can win. I mean, you know, it's funny. They've won nine games, and everybody still doubts them. Like, that they suck or something. It's so funny to me. They're on the verge of winning 11, 12 games maybe. Uh, you know, at least 11. I think they're going to, you know, what is there, four left? I think they're winning two of those games at least. They go 11 and, uh, you know, what is it, 11 and five. That's an incredible season. Like, Carver High is going to bathe in lemons if they go 11 and five. The bottom line is they're a really good football team, and I think they're lying in the weeds like a snake waiting for the Ravens to come in who are coming off a very brutal game with the 49ers. You cannot misplace that fact that they just played the most brutal game, I think, that I saw in the NFL this year. That was a physical, mental, draining 
cold weather, rain, driving. They were soaking wet. Players saying they were changing at halftime. They were freezing. Guys getting colds and flu. Bottom line, that was no joke. Now you got to go on the road to face a team that had 10 to 11 days off to rest that's kicking everyone's ass they play. They got a great young quarterback, great defense, great coach, great secondary. I mean, and their fans are all absolutely inebriated. Have fun playing there. I mean, if there's anyone that can pull it off, it's the Bills. No, I think that there's a lot of things that work in their favor this Sunday, especially being at home. Right. For me, I believe that their defense – they're not going to shut down what Lamar Jackson and the Ravens do, but can they slow it down enough like the 49ers did last Sunday? Of course they are with that defense. That's what I mean. So the key to me in this game is going to be, can the Bills' offense do their part? They've been better the last few weeks. Allen keeps improving. Can he score enough? And the defense limit enough with Lamar that they can win that game. I think that game is brutal, and I actually think uh, the, the the Ravens are more dangerous than the Steelers. But I think the better game will be the Steelers Bills in a couple weeks in Pittsburgh. Monster That'll, game. That's going to be a monster game. I think that's their hardest game. But I don't think the Steelers can score on the Bills. I, I think the Steelers will be lucky if they score ten points in the game. Yeah, that that's going to be one where the Steeler D. Is it's either really going to be 10-7 or 13-10. Right. It's going to be that type of it game. Can, it could be 9-6. I mean, this yeah. is – Rock fight. It, it, could really, it, it could really be that way. 855-212-4227, Richmond, Virginia, everywhere else, et cetera. Don't give up. Get on the bench, 855-212-4CBS, and we'll keep rocking with you. Pick it up, dial, and dance. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Nobody, nothing matters. Your boy Nate Dog, uh, Mafia. You know, uh, Mafia, I've been going through my hip-hop phase again. I did notice on the drive in and out uh, yesterday. I'm going full hip-hop. Full retro rap, hip-hop, uh, you name it. Nate Dogg used to be the best. Always pop on like with uh, Dre and Snoop and that whole crew. He was always all of a sudden pop on for the chorus. And you're like, oh, that just made it really go. So I've been listening to a lot of it lately. Uh, I guess uh, I started over Thanksgiving uh, break. I started... Uh, going back to the uh, hip-hop scene, I got sick and tired of the rock and roll. And uh, just I listen to so much, like, metal and rock and classic rock, and I'm just so sick and tired of it. I just, I, honestly, I can't take it anymore. I've heard every song 75 million times. I just can't take it. So eventually I go through phases where I'll, like, you know, I even like Kenny uh, Chesney. And I'll go through like a Kenny Chesney month where I just listen to Kenny Chesney. And then uh, now I'm doing the hip hop and I'm just going old school too, like 90s, 2000s, 80s. I have, I've been playing some of the greatest old rap ever. And I, I even mean, love Tupac. I mean, I, I can't get enough why of that. Would you guy. Not? I mean, one of the best to ever do it. For me, it's all about the, the 80s, 90s, maybe into the early 2000s rap. I mean, yeah, the new stuff that they put out, like the. I can't get into Drake and some of these other ones that people love and think are the best. And the they go it's like the weird like rap styles that they have now. I just I can't get into it. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm just I'm you know it's great because I don't listen to it ever. So it's been years since I've done it. So all the new stuff to me is all brand new. Like I've never heard it. So to just to listen to something new and to just get into some new music and just get in and appreciate and respect uh, rap and hip hop and. You know, I was always friends with everybody right at uh, Shade 4-5 on, on Sirius when I worked at Howard. And um, I used to go on all the time with uh, Rude Jude and, and Lord Sear and all those guys. Um, 
I, Sway, all those guys are great. Yeah, and you so, see those guys, uh, Rude Jude. Sway. You know, you go on Rude, Rude like every Friday doing football picks right. during football season. I love it. Pros, I, I love like it. rap. I mean, I, I really do. I just, I can't do it all the time. I can't just, I'm, I'm old, you know what I mean? I'm 54 years old. I'm not sitting around going to rap concerts. And uh, I'm not, you know, I'm just not that into it. But I, I like, uh, I like it a lot in, in doses and phases. I'm going through my hip hop phase right now, and Mafia knows I've been listening to about like three different channels of, uh, of rap. And I just, I never keep it on the same one. I just keep changing, and I keep listening to different, uh, you know, years and different, uh, you know, uh, artists. And I think it's pretty cool. I'm going through that right now, just so you know. So hearing that Nate Dog is cool. We were uh, Mavi and I were driving last night listening to Nate Dog at three in the morning in a snowstorm, and we were both singing, and it was kind of creepy. Nate Dog and Warren G. Regulators. We we were just uh, Mavi was creeping me out with his classic s- song, man. S- we were singing at the same time. It's very creepy. Anyway, Zach and uh, Richmond Va. That's where my sister lives. Stay away from my oh, sister. This was my worst one. Yo, Zach. Hey, what's up? Hey, dude. Hey, just wanted to talk about the Cowboys. Right. Um, I got to say, I completely agree with you. I don't think anything's going to really change on this team until Jerry Jones is gone. Good luck with I, that. Yeah, right? You'll be gone You'll be gone before he is uh, as a fan because he's not going anywhere until he's dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not even being mean when I say that. I, that guy, he's getting old, and he's, you know, no one wants to talk about that. And, you know, and then when he's gone, the Sun will run the team forever. So it's no different than Benson or any of the others. Uh, the Roonies, it's all the same. It's the McCaskies. It's all the same. The, the kids take it over, and that's that. And it might be a situation like, you know, the Davises where Owl in his last few years like, man, this guy's nuts. We need to get rid of him. And then he passes away, and the Sun takes over, and you're like, man, I miss Al. You know what's funny, though? I got to tell you, I, I'm serious when I say this. I don't believe for one minute that he hasn't been a great owner. I think Jerry Jones has been a great owner. I mean, one of the best in the NFL. Uh, without a doubt, he's made the most money of any owner in the league. The guy is the richest owner in the NFL, not anymore in terms of well, the NFL, the Cowboys are worth more than any team, right? But this guy Tepper's worth 12 billion dollars. And uh you know, I heard that tonight, I almost fell over. So you're talking about, you know, multi-billionaires and stuff like that. Jerry Jones turned the, you know, he bought the Cowboys for a price, and now they're worth, you know, $6 billion, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you cannot argue with that kind of acumen. You cannot argue with those kind of numbers. He has made them the most profitable team in the NFL. And like I've said many times, I firmly believe this. No one thinks they'll ever be passed. I do. I think I believe the Raiders will pass them uh, in the next 10 years, 15 at most, because I believe – when the new Raider Stadium opens in Vegas, uh, Legion Stadium, that in a matter of five to ten years, I truly believe that Vegas will be the destination for the NFL. And I believe that the second highest uh, you know, profitable team will be the Rams and Chargers, frankly. No one wants to talk about the Chargers. They think they'll never work in L.A. Well, believe me you, they're both going to play in that stadium, and that thing's a Shangri-La of stadiums. So the Rams and Chargers are going to make more money than God. And the, and the Raiders are as well. And I think that, you know, in order for the Cowboys, I know you don't want to hear this, but in order for them to stay on top in terms of being the most profitable team, I believe at some point, you know, and they'll do it because I've seen them do it. They're going to build another one of those stadiums. You know what I mean? The one they're in now is it's been around a little uh, while now. 
And look what they did with the ballpark in Arlington, right? Uh, who was down there with me? Carver, I, you were mafia. So we were down there, right? And we saw him building the new one. And I'm like, what's wrong with the old one? It's got like, it's been there for 20 years and, and they're already tearing it down and building the new one. 20 years is all they used it for. And, and that wasn't good enough for him. You know, some people leave their stadiums open for 40, 50 years, 100 years, whatever. Uh, I understand building new stadiums. I get all that. But I think the Cowboys have the best stadium in the NFL. Now, I mean, Mercedes is incredible. U.S. Bank's incredible. But I've never been in a stadium in my life better than that Cowboys stadium. I mean, whatever you call it, AT&T. But Jerry's World is the best thing I've ever been in. I, when I was in there, I swear to God, we were the only people in there. Mafia and I were doing the show. And I was scared. That's how, because it was dark, it was night, they had the dim lights on, there was no one in the arena, no one in the stadium at all except us two. We were the only people there. I kid you not, there was no one there. When we left the stadium, the parking lot was locked. We couldn't even get out. We couldn't even get out of the stadium. We had to, like, sit there and get help. And the place is huge. It's like a small city. It is the biggest stadium I've ever been in. It is crazy. I think they would have to build a new one, believe it or not, which I think they will. <laughs> they'll just keep building new stadiums because if they'll build one down the street, which is that that's where the ballpark is, is down the street. And it's literally they built this one. Then they build this. Uh, and I don't know if I have the name of it. Texas Live. Is that what they called it? Right. This this like bar and party. Yeah, the big complex. Oh, my God. Dude, they know how to live large down in Dallas like no other. I mean, it's crazy. And I got to tell you, it reminds me of L.A. so much. No one wants to hear that, but the driving there. I'm driving in, like, didn't I have some kind of hot rod, like, charger or something? Porsche, I think. Or Jag. It might have been Jag. I had a Jag, and I was driving this Jag, right? And there were cars going by me doing a buck ten. I mean, just driving like the, it's the Wild West. The people there drive 130 miles an hour. It is, that's where your boy uh, Spence flipped this car. People drive 100-plus there, no questions asked. It's all freeways. And um, I, I, I was, like, scared for my life. And uh, they'll build a new stadium there faster than you can spit. That's the biggest stadium I've ever been in. It's crazy. That stadium is absolutely crazy. Jonathan in Reno. Jonathan. Oh, hello. Hey, you're All on. Right. I, I just wanted to say thank you. Your picks are money. There's nothing like I'm, There's nothing more than I like to get home, roll fatty, and watch you make me money. <laughs> Isn't that great? I'm glad. That's cool. It's kick-ass. It's a great endorsement. Uh, for the site because it, it does make people a lot of money. I'm glad. And uh, you know what's even better is that uh, it upsets all the suits and they all just think I'm a heroin dealer. Everyone thinks I'm a crack dealer because I sell football picks and uh, NBA, college, rack, NHL, everything. They get all worked up about me being a handicapper. Meanwhile, uh, the corruption they've had around uh, this business with some of the people I know doing prison time. Meanwhile, I'm over here just giving people good advice, and I'm the devil. They treat me like the devil, this place. Yeah, 30 bucks a month ain't nothing to these people doing thousands a month. Yeah, good luck. It's 35. Screw 70. That's two months. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, four weeks left in pro football. Bowl season's upon us. This is when it matters most. Get on PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Killer picks. NBA, college rack, NHL, boxing, MMA. Incredible price. Even better results. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to because she'll use it for, like, Hanukkah or Christmas presents. All your profits. Six more teams can clinch playoff berths this week. The league has many situations happening. Four AFC teams, two in the NFC, can uh, get spots in the postseason. The Ravens can clinch the North title with the winner of the Bills. 
and a Steelers loss or tie or a tie and a Steelers loss. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win or a combination of uh, other results involving losses or other ties. The Bills can clinch a playoff berth with a win and losses by or ties by the Raiders, Texans, and Colts. The Chiefs can clinch the AFC West with a win over the Pats and a Raiders loss, while the Pats can clinch a berth with a win or other more complicated arrangements involving ties and losses by others. The NFC West figures we have for grabs for some time. The Niners and Seahawks tied at 10-2. and two. Both can secure at least a wild card berth. The Niners need a win and a Rams loss or a tie. And the Seahawks uh, with the Seahawks or a tie and a Rams loss. Now it's getting confusing, isn't it? Like all these things, I just don't care. I, I just, there's too many wins to, to tie, covered the rain, the wind, the the third Thursday of the month. And, you you know, know, I don't. I don't mind them putting those things out. I get it. They wanna. They wanna make sure you know what's going on. But if you gotta start getting into, you know, other people tying. Well, well like you know, win plus this team lose, this team lose, this team lose, this team lose, this team. Good lose. luck. Okay. How about this? Let's just shorten it down to teams that win and in, or teams that maybe one team has to lose. You know, a win right. and this team lose. Not five. You're listing five things that gotta happen, but. I get it. They're trying to be as down to the number as they could be. The NFL, they don't want to get anything wrong. I understand, but it's too much. It's painful. Greg and Charlotte, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty. Yeah. We love you here in Charlotte always. Uh, oh, call one, buddy. Get him a beverage of choice, a cold, frothy, freshy. Shake out. Thank you, buddy. Hey, yeah. I, I listened to your take on your music that you like, and uh, Tepper's playing uh, some boy band music, Bye Bye Bye, you know. Yeah, the, I uh, believe that. Oh, what did I see? It was New Edition, I believe, that the dance that the uh, – who was it? The Seahawks did the dance the other night. It was a New Edition dance they pulled off. We thought it was the Four Tops. Crazy. Yeah, Tepper, you know, he's – like you said, he's a billionaire and used to be part owner of the Steelers. Right. I, I want to believe he's going to build a winner. It's crazy. I, here's my question for you: Is uh, Ron Rivera? Of course, we know he's gonna. He's, he'll be coaching here in the next few weeks. He'll he'll get another job. Do you think Cam's gonna hitch his wagon to Rivera? You know, if he shows up at Cleveland or wherever. I mean, you know, there's, there's so many rumors. We can't. You know. Yeah, he's not a free media. agent. I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think Cam Newton can just walk. He's locked in. They already got a contract with him. So if they want, they can, uh, I'm sure, dump him or something and, and make him someone else's problem, and, and they pay the freight. But I think if they want, they own him. The The Panthers still own Cam Newton. The patience for a new coaching staff, you know, a new system, you know. Well, I, I don't understand. There's Listen, you're getting a new coach. There you go. Look, I, I understand what he was trying to say, but – you're talking about things that are just so far down the line and impossible to really maneuver. He's trying to say that, like, Cam should go wherever Ron Rivera goes. Well, I've already said that's it's, not it's, happening. It's not that easy. It's just that's it's not happening. You know, a, a, what if he goes to a job they have a quarterback? I that's, will say this. Know. He loves uh, Rivera. He's admitted that today freely, that he changed his life and stood by him and let him be who he is, which is something uh, I think a lot of the players in the league want is a coach – that lets them be themselves and not, you know, turn them into a robot. You're going to do it our way. You're going to change. You're not going to wear these clothes, this hairstyle. You're not going to act this way. You're not going to do interviews. And you're not going to be sitting on the practice field with your beats on. You know what I mean? There's guys that Belichick doesn't put up with that stuff. So uh, Rivera did. 
He let them all be who they were, and uh, players really like that, and they like him. Now, everyone tonight has told me, literally everyone, from my guests to my uh, callers to whoever, that this guy's going to get a job immediately, and he's going to have another coaching job immediately without any questions asked. And um, that might very well be the case. I think, you know, that guy just said he's going to have a job in a few weeks. I don't think it's going to happen that way. I don't think it's going to be so fast, okay? Maybe in five weeks when it's over and they fire somebody, he might get a job. Maybe he does get the Giants job. Who knows? But uh, they still haven't fired Shermer yet, and uh, they haven't fired Freddie Kitchens yet, and they haven't fired anybody yet. He's the first guy to get whacked, isn't he? Uh, Gruden in Washington. Oh, all right. Well, Gruden got it this year already, and now this guy, right? So there you go. And uh, I don't – maybe the Redskins will hire him. Who knows? I have no idea where he's going. So, and you know, if he even wants to coach right now. The guy's been coaching what? How many years was he there? Nine? And maybe he's burned out. Maybe he needs a a year off. But I got to tell you, the longer you're out, if you're a year or two, remember Billick? And he just never got a job again. Right, these guys, you know, take off. They're like, I need a this guy Peterson out at Washington. I just need to recharge. Oh, okay, thanks. Call us when you feel better, coach. Is there anything worse than some guy that plays the burned out card and needs a rest? Or I already, I already have gone down this litany of I, I got to spend some more time with my family. I, I'll say it again for the fifty millionth time. No one in sports is telling the truth when they talk about I need to spend more time with my family. And everyone I know in sports is lying about their family. They're like, yeah, I love my family too, really. But if you're in sports, you're a professional coach in sports or college at a high-level D1 program, you don't have time for family, okay? Your job is 24-7. You have no time for anything. You're burned out on job. There's no, like, family. What is family? None of these coaches have a minute for their families. And the ones that do, they're lying, yeah, look, we don't know yet how many jobs are going to be available. I mean, you know, there was a lot of turnover the last two years in the, around the league. You know, we know now that Carolina and Washington, other than that, we think Giants and Cleveland seem like right. they might be in the market. I mean, you got to really look around the league. Do you think look, Patricia will survive the draft? I think that he would be the next guy probably on that fringe where God, they hire a coach every two years. No, but other than that, I don't know if there's going to be that many jobs this year. And you got Rivera out there now. You got to f- think that after not getting a job last year, Mike McCarthy's going to— How gonna, about Dan Quinn? McCarthy's going to be knocking on every door. That's uh, You know, Dan Quinn, they could—yeah, he's he getting could, He fired. could get whacked, too. He's that, getting— that, that could definitely happen. I don't think they're going to fire the Bengals coach after no, one, one season. one year. They can't. I mean, I know that it happened last year. Arizona fired the one guy after one year, but I don't think they're going to do that to Taylor. Uh, could could Gase, they say they're not firing him. They say him. they're not firing him. That's why I don't even put him in there. And I think I think Marone. Oh, Marone could get whacked. He's going to get yeah, fired. Marone's going to get whacked. Um, that's that's it. Right. I, I don't think Peterson's getting fired. Rivera? McCarthy's going to be banging on doors after last right. year not getting a job. And I'm sure there's going to be a couple hot assistants. The guy in the Niners that they show on the sideline the every Browns, four minutes. Would you not hire McCarthy in five seconds? Yeah, after this, I mean, after this fat debacle, you need a guy. You need a guy who has been in this league, who has done it. Um, that might be where. I mean, did they I screw this up or what? Uh, Dwight in Dallas on the ticket. 
my main man, Scott, for real. Hey, hey pour all drinks on me. Pour everybody a drink on me tonight. Several beverages, Mafia. Pouring shots around a Patron. Check out a... Hey, hey, real quick, real quick, fellas. Hey, I appreciate the I appreciate the old school hip hop, man. I'm feeling that. I listen to old school hip hop all day. I love Rock it. The Bells Radio on Sirius XM. It's good. Exactly. Check this out real quick. Um, I I heard y'all mention mention the uh, stadium down here in the Metroplex. Man, Arlington is a really happening place, fellas. And um, you know, they're building that new baseball stadium because these fans are tired of sitting in 110 degree heat from June to the end of August. Right. You know? And um, lastly, I'm really proud of my Steelers, man. Mike Tomlin, that guy is one hell of a football coach. And I'm really excited about this Duck Hodges, man. It seems like the guy has a little pep in his step. Mason Rudolph was playing like a deer in the headlights, and he just wasn't getting it done, Scotty. Yeah, I, I'm scared uh, with Hodges. I won't deny he's going 3-1, fair enough. And, they're, you know, I think their defense is winning them football games without a doubt. And I think he's getting a little too much credit for the wins. I think it's been defense and, and, you know, the less of him, the better, if you ask me. But I'm not against him. I like him. I'm, you know, enamored with his little run he's on. But to me, he's a lot like, no offense, uh, Kyle Allen. He got hot for like a month and everybody's like, oh, my God, get rid of Cam Newton. This guy Allen's the future. And now he's a train wreck. And I think that Hodges, like, listen, did you see him throw that pick against Cleveland in the fourth quarter with five minutes left. That was the worst pass I've seen all year in the NFL. I mean, the guy has the ability to screw a game up in five seconds. So let's calm down with he's the greatest quarterback since Terry Bradshaw. I, I know calm that, down. I know that uh, Pete's been playing a couple clips in the update tonight of Tomlin talking about him, and it, and you just got to listen to what he's saying there. You know, he's been good for us. He doesn't have a lot of experience playing on the road yet in this league. You know, he came in when uh, – he played the game against the Chargers. You know, Tomlin was saying he's only played six or seven quarters on the road. So, yes, it's Arizona. Yeah, but it's still. He's got to win it. He's got to win. He's got to go on the road and win a football game. So, there's still some feeling out for him. He's, he's, he he could done screw it that up in five seconds. That's a sucker bet, too, sitting on the table waiting for you to just bite into it. Minus two in Arizona. But, meanwhile, you have to admit that's a lousy football team. It's a lousy football team. They're not very good. They're finished. Uh, Murray is exciting, as we know. But the Steeler D's been really good. So, Kingsbury uh, looks like a deer in the headlights I, on the sideline. I think that there's been games this year where you can see some of the things that he wants to do. I just don't know if he has enough talent yet to do it. Right. Well, uh, Hodge is going to start again this week out there in Zona. And uh, – Connor and Juju look like they're, you know, questionable again. I just, I don't think they're playing. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I don't mind Benny Snell. I think he's done a good job, uh, you know, for the most part. And um, James Connor, everyone loves him. And I get it, the whole cancer story. I, people are in love with him, enamored with him. That's fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, he's peanut brittle. So he's always hurt. And it's unfortunate. It is what it is. It sucks, but... I can't trust that guy as far as I can spit with his body. It just breaks down like, I mean, nothing I've ever seen. So I'm going to go with some guy that, you know, can take it, that can go in and take the pounding and, and go, uh, you know, carry the load. I just can't have some guy that gets hurt when the, he opens his front door. I mean, honestly, this guy, my mother-in-law is in better shape than him. You know, honestly, I'm not even kidding. 855 212 4 CBS. Another hour to go.
on a bench. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.